what's up everybody it's your boy bradley thompson here and we are back with another episode of the living the canadian dream podcast episode number 68 before we get into today's awesome episode i want to tell you about digihype media digihype media is a local digital marketing company from mississauga ontario they do everything from social media marketing to website design to seo so make sure you get noticed online today with digihype media Ca. That's D-I-G-I-H-Y-P-E-M-E-D-I-A dot C-A. Also, a couple months ago, I started a bike company. How cool is that? It's called Relentless Bikes. You can learn more about Relentless Bikes at RelentlessBikes.com. We sell things like fixie bikes, apparel, gear, so you can crush your next workout, so you can get active in 2021. Check out RelentlessBikes.com. We have some awesome stuff there. And guess what? We're always releasing new products, so don't miss out on the movement, okay? Be relentless today at RelentlessBikes.com. With all that being said, let's hop into today's episode with Wayne Tran. This is a great one. Enjoy. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Bradley Thompson here, and we are back with another episode of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast. Today, we have on a very special guest. We go way back. We went to school together in Laurier, and um, he's here, Wayne Tran, Kang Tran, as I know him. And um, thank you so much for coming on. We're going to catch up today. You've been busy with life. I've been busy with life. Let's catch up. What's up with yeah, you? Yeah, man. Oh, everything's <laughs> good. I mean, a lot, a lot has happened since you know we left Laurier. Yeah. No, man, that was like how many years ago now? It's a while. We, we, yeah. It's yeah. a long time. So, I, a lot has happened, and things yeah. have changed. It's crazy. Look at where we're at now, right? I so know. we're all we're all sort of, you know, in the same in the same book, but uh, different chapters. Yeah this damn pandemic right it's crazy yeah how's the pandemic been for you lately have you been just getting through it yeah you know what to be honest like the pandemic hasn't it hasn't affected me Mm -hmm. uh fortunately as as much as it has for other people for sure um like i i still work full-time uh luckily I'm, i'm still able to you know work from home um so in, in regards to my finances and my income, like that hasn't taken a big hit. For sure. I know some people, you know, hopped on CERB. Luckily, I never had to do that. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. And some people are still unemployed. So yeah. it's really difficult for a lot of people. But, you know, lucky for me, I, I haven't had to deal with a lot of the unfortunate um, uh, events uh, that Absolutely. the pandemic has sort of wreaked havoc on a lot of people luckily i haven't had to be able to uh, do any of that or go through any of sort of the the mishaps there but otherwise like the pandemic the pandemic has been great for me in particular mm-hmm. granted you know aside from all the deaths and people getting ill yeah, and yeah, whatnot for sure, for sure. um just for me personally just for me personally it's it's been a great opportunity for me to reflect on you know sort of what I want to do, especially in the near future. Um, there's, there's been a lot of self-reflecting, uh, a lot of action taking, um, 
And I find that the pandemic has has really lit a fire on a lot a lot of people's asses. Yeah, yeah. And say like, hey, like either one, I'm I'm unemployed, or two, I'm not happy with my work. Mm-hmm. And I've I've been finding that a lot of people have been trying to pursue these things that they really enjoy, whether it's craft making, yeah. painting, uh, creative work. Uh, I see a lot of people trying. Uh, entrepreneurship or 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 being a small business owner and that to me is really inspiring I really like that right and if if people can turn something like the pandemic um, into a positive in their life then then you know um, power to power to to the people right like for sure for them so you know I've I've fallen into that boat uh, into Mm -hmm. that category I know a lot of other people have as well yeah so you know with that being said although the pandemic has been bad, I've somehow made the pandemic um, sort of fuel something yeah. in me to take action into things that I think is important in my life. For sure. No, and that's great. And I even feel that like, um, for me personally, like just the fact that you don't have to commute every day, that alone, you're just saving so much time and stress. And it's just yeah. like, it's a game changer. So um, yeah, I think like there's definitely some positives for certain people. Like I'm in a similar situation where not much has changed, you know, everything's just gone virtual now. Um, so I'm very lucky yeah. that way, but, um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. Like it's, it's a weird time too, just to stay home all the time. It's so weird. Um, that's definitely getting kind of old. It, it'd be nice to go outside once in a while, obviously, and, um, hang out with friends, but, um, you know, it's the situation right now. Hopefully things improve in 2021 though. So, you know, hopefully that stuff does improve. Um, during the pandemic, what have you been busy with lately? I know you've been teaching and stuff like that. What's up? Hey, that's a, that's a fantastic question. <laughs> I know. Well, look, like uh, a lot, a lot has happened and uh, a lot of it has been keeping me quite busy mm-hmm. outside of the fact that I've been still working full time. Like I, I do the nine to five thing mm-hmm. and I still do on the side um, uh, my Taekwondo school. Mm-hmm. Um, but even outside of that, like I've been doing the social media thing, basically part time. Like there was one post that I made uh, on my personal story, on my personal page where um, my brother-in-law, he, he works for uh, uh, Jump Plus, which is an Apple reseller. Okay. And he was, he was showing me, you know, how to look at, um, you know, time spent on the phone, time spent on particular apps and whatnot. For sure. <laughs> and holy crap, like I, I, I legitimately spent, I, you know what, I forgot exactly the number, but it was, it was an, it was an extra, like it was, it was a crazy number yeah, yeah. that I spent on Instagram. It was legitimately a part-time like hours. Oh I, yeah. I think yeah. it was like 20 something or 30 something hours within seven or 10 days yeah, yeah. on Instagram. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I, 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 I can see people are like, you know, I don't think social media is good for people and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's distracting. It's not good for the mental. It's not good for the psyche, but here's my take on it. Yeah. If you could leverage social media, then that's, I think, I think you're in a different position, right? Absolutely. Like I'm, I'm using social media as a way to leverage um, as a way to leverage my brand and, and what I'm trying to do and what I'm trying to uh, make happen with, with, uh, with my future goals. Um, and so if I want to do that, yeah, I'm going to spend a whole bunch of hours on social media, right? Because that's, that's what it takes to make it happen. Yeah. I love that. Um, and so, 
like it was a it was a ton of hours right so you know that doing the the part-time basically social media teaching um uh three times a week Mm -hmm. uh in the evenings after work um but the bigger news is like you know my my wife and i we got we got pregnant yeah i know congrats that's amazing yeah i saw that on instagram a while ago yeah that's amazing i think it was yesterday yesterday was officially 33 weeks okay awesome the the little guy is going to be here in in any week now right yeah that's amazing Um, we're we've been doing a lot of you know prep work for that um taking online parenting classes which i have found quite helpful yeah for sure um and uh yeah just sort of getting everything prepared A, a, a lot of what i found was difficult was understanding what you have to have yeah yeah for sure. as a dad and and yeah. what you have to get for for the uh, newborn absolutely it's a lot right yeah no for sure <laughs> and like i i my, my wife and i bought a house uh, pre-construction so okay. so we um we're like we're not house broke yet i don't yeah, know if yeah. you've heard of that term of right? course yeah like yeah. when you move into a brand new yeah. house you, you become house broke right yeah like we haven't become housebroke yet because we haven't moved in yet. Oh, okay. But it's like we had a kid like around the corner. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Kid broke and we're going to be housebroke. We're yeah. just going to be like generally broke. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, that's how it is though. It's such a weird thing. You know what's weird though? Um, I'm just going to bring this up because it's just such a like a, a relevant topic. I have a cousin and um, I'm actually the godfather of his kid. And they had their kid in it was last year 2020 right when the pandemic was happening so she has only experienced people like in public with masks on it's such a weird thing isn't that a weird concept like like that's her whole life is just only seeing people with masks like she has never seen my face (laughs) it's such a weird thing i don't know i just i just find that's going to be such a interesting thing when we like sort of like talk to the kids like you know years down the road like Maybe they'll remember, like, obviously, like, maybe the ones that are walking around and stuff will remember that. But it's just such a weird concept, like this whole um, pandemic thing. I don't know. Yeah, like, see, one of the things that because because I've, I've always wanted to be a father. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's something sure. that I've 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 sort of dreamed about. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the sort of the idea of, of having uh, my own kid because like I love I love uh, kids in general like I Absolutely. love teaching kids I love seeing them grow and develop and mature yeah. and whatnot but having one for myself like that's that's uh that's uh, like new layers um, of uh of um uh gratefulness and 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 um empowerment mm-hmm. um and so and my wife she's an ECE right yeah. early childhood okay. educator so for she's sure. a teacher she loves kids yeah. obviously um and we've talked about this, right? How, you know, he's coming into a world where, you know, people are wearing masks. It's such a weird and, thing. Yeah. And, but it's not, it's not only that it's, it's like, because we're in the middle of a, we're in the, we're in a pandemic and, and everyone's sort of in lockdown and quarantine. How do you socialize Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, the kid, right. Or the, the children, because in our opinion, like we, we believe socialization is a huge part of, of, course, of yeah. children and kids development. Um, and so how do you like socialize them? Because yeah. like screen to screen is you get a little bit, but it's, it's really not the same. It's not the it same. really isn't. And even hugging like from an aunt or uncle, oh, it's, it's so such weird. an important thing. And it's just like, yeah. oh, it's just, 
can't really do that right now. It's, it's yeah. such a weird thing. And, uh, you know, because my, my wife, Jen, she's still working. Um, yeah. So she obviously has to wear a mask. The kids sure. at the preschool uh, don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, we, you know, we had this conversation about the mask mm-hmm. and, yeah. and um, learning uh, social cues, especially with the face. Cause you know, the smile, the Absolutely. facial expression makes a big difference. And she was telling me that, um, you know, even though they can't see the mouth, mm-hmm. the eyes still play a major role. Yeah, for sure. Right. And, and the kids can still see expression and, and, uh, know what they're trying to communicate by just the eyes yeah and my wife would say you know really uh she would say stuff like you know don't make me put my angry eyes on you know what I mean so like the (laughs) kids understand which is you know a saving grace but at the same time it doesn't really substitute um you know the the face-to-face interaction the no mask the the physical contact interaction so I mean, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Right? Yeah. We're, we're all gonna, just going to try our best. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I hope things, you know, improve with the situation. Um, but yeah, it's, it's funny how like, especially kids, they adapt right to the situation. So seeing those IQs and the hand gestures, they're kind of used to it by now. It's just such a, it's a weird thing. That, it's a weird time that we're living in. It's, it's definitely weird. Um, so how did you get into Taekwondo? Let's, let's switch back to that. How did you get into Taekwondo? Yeah, so I, I did, I did Taekwondo when I was like really, really young. I started, God, I don't even know how old I was when I started, but I remember, um, uh, when I was young, we would take the bus to school. Okay. Like I would, you know, stand at the, the, the corner of the street, the school bus would come and pick us up and it would take this particular route. And I don't remember if it was, uh, um, to Munden Park or Camilla, but either one, it took a it took a particular a very specific route that drove past this taekwondo school. Mm-hmm. Okay, and there was a signage on the street, and and I was like, oh, that like that's that's pretty cool. Like I kind of want to try that. Yeah. So I go home and I I tell I tell my my mom and my dad I said, hey, like I I I kind of want to try this, and so they took me to that exact same place that I saw the sign and whatnot. And Bradley, like, I kid you not, it was like, like in today's age, yeah, it would not fly. I'll tell tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it looked like. Okay. It was, it was a building. (laughs) It was a, it was like one of those commercial buildings, but not the nice commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Think of like the rundown, like the red brick rundown residential apartments okay <laughs> no elevators just stairs oh my you know gosh. what i mean yep. it was like one of those but it was for it looked like it was for like um uh commercial property like yeah, people, yeah. It, it it had like offices in there there was like a, a haircut a hair salon or whatever for sure so the gym was in the basement oh my god of, of the of the apartment right so you yeah. you go in you go in the door you open the door and you go downstairs okay and the only the only windows was like the windows i'm in the basement of yeah of yeah the house here right the only windows were like basement like the small windows. ones yeah yeah the small ones uh, uh. so the only way you could like watch was from the outside looking down oh into the basement of this apartment <laughs> right it was it was a small studio. You you walk in, it was just mats right away, no spectating okay. area, change room at the back, office in the back. That was yeah. it. It was small. Like I've I've got a basement here, and I, I would say it's smaller than the basement, right? Wow. 
it was pretty ghetto, but yeah, like you know, you don't know any better. No, for sure. So that's that's sort of where I started, and you know, in in retrospect, right? Like that was probably one of the best trainings yeah. that I've received. Like that that was probably the most legitimate guy that I've ever sort of trained with because yeah. like, he was um, he came from South Korea. He was uh, he was a um, um, he was a part of the Korean army. Oh, uh, wow. And, you know, he was uh, a master and all that kind of stuff. And so you get like this, this fresh off the boat, you know, Korean guy coming over to Canada, sure. trying to make a living. Wow. And he's trying to, you know, make do with what he has, finding the cheapest rent and whatnot. Yeah. But those, in my opinion, those are, those are like the best guys that you can get. Of course. Yeah. They're, they're, they're authentic. Yeah. Yeah. He's and all about the, all about the art form. Nothing all about else. it. Right. Yeah. Because like you hear, and I've, I've talked about this on one of my Instagram lives. You see a lot of, you see a lot of the um, martial arts now in the West, right? Mm-hmm. Like here in, in America, Canada and whatnot. Um, they've commercialized these, these martial arts so badly now. Sure. that it that it's it's viewed as like a kid's martial art you get yeah. the colorful stuff you got the red the yellow the blue uh cute cartoon signs with the tiger animations yeah and yeah like you know what i mean like no for sure but this guy it was just like taekwondo yeah like his, like, <laughs> taekwondo on the, the the you know the commercial sign or whatever for sure nothing else oh he just my had gosh mats, right he had he just had masks <laughs> all you need <laughs> no painted walls he got his uniform on that that was it right yeah. and in my opinion how how much more authentic can you get than that's that? everything yeah yeah right like if 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 you have he didn't have a mirror he didn't have a, he sorry he didn't even have mirrors by the way which is to many studios like a, a must-have right yeah he yeah for sure he didn't have mirrors so like how much more authentic can you get than that? That's crazy. Right? Yeah. But anyways, I, I digress a little bit. So, so that's sort of where I started. Cool. Um, I, I left for Vietnam okay. for about a month while I was still training with him. Mm-hmm. Okay. I left for Vietnam for about a month. I come back. Tell me how, like, tell me how super ghetto this is. Okay. <laughs> I come back. I'm like, okay, I'm ready for class. I can't wait to get back to training. I go, I go, uh, I show up right with my brother or my parents or whatever gone really he's gone wow (laughs) this studio was gone i was gone for a month just 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 gone no no notice no nothing gone that's crazy no yeah no no email (laughs) no letter no saying hey hey wayne like i I had to shut down for this reason or i left back to korea like i don't know if he got arrested i don't know if he was you know doing illegal i don't know right that's crazy yeah i was like what oh what happened i was sort of devastated and so then um i think i I forgot what had happened i think i was trying to reach out to him or something or he was trying to reach out to me because like i was one of his like best students yeah um because like when i when i was first starting out i got to like yellow belt or something like that and i was already fighting his black belts like wow he saw a lot of potential in me so he was trying to connect with me again Mm -hmm. and he's like hey like i had to close down the school but i'm still training at one of my friend's school Mm -hmm. over on this area let me know if you want to train i'll pick you up i'll train you for free right i was like i was like okay that's cool yeah you know i tell my parents they're like cool go for it right like sounds great and so we were doing that and then you know, one thing led to another. I forgot exactly what happened. I ended up training somewhere else. 
for for uh, for another couple of years, and then I left to go to school. Mm-hmm. Um, this was also when I started um, going to Gateway to do like all that dancing stuff. For right? sure, yeah, yeah. And then I went to Laurier, sort of stopped everything, uh, came back, and then um, uh, Freddie, uh, who's the owner of Limitless, okay. Cool. Um, one of my best friends, he actually married uh, me and Jen. He's a, a pastor Oh wow! as well. Yeah. So he was looking for a business partner and he knew that I had Taekwondo background, mm-hmm. um, but in a different Taekwondo. So there's different federations. There's the Olympic style, which is the one that I trained in. Okay. And then there was the traditional style, which is called ITF. Right. Okay. So he, he was doing ITF, but he knew I had Taekwondo background, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of transferable skills. So yeah. He was like, oh, look, I'm looking for a business partner. Um, you, you, you know, you and I both know we went to school for business. For sure. And, and I also had a uh, Taekwondo background. So he's like, you're sort of the perfect guy, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, um, like that's a lot to chew, right? Because like it's either I graduate, go corporate right away, get yeah. a solid full-time job, or I take the risk and, you know, run with Freddie with the gym for a little bit. Like that's, that's, that's quite... A, a scary thought and I had thought about it for like months right I was I was doing interviews with uh corporations absolutely yeah. um I had I had many uh, I had a a bunch of interviews I had a, a couple offers mm-hmm. but I was like like my heart just told me let's let's just do it yeah you know what I mean sure. like yeah. I've 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 always wanted to be like a like a, a solid legitimate business owner and I thought this was a great opportunity to do it although I'm not starting it because he had started out already in 2011 um I was coming into an existing business already to help Mm -hmm. uh uh, grow it expand it and build it and so I did that I was there for about three years uh and then left uh I left on my terms um for for a couple reasons and a lot Mm -hmm. of it was personal reasons that had nothing to do with Freddie Freddie's an awesome guy yeah for sure um but I left on my own terms I left for my own personal reasons mm-hmm. um uh one of it is and and i guess we'll we can talk about it later is mm-hmm. so, sort of the work-life balance thing yeah um but you know i left to focus on my career mm-hmm. um got into my career now um and i've been at this company for like a, a year and a half okay and then you know pandemic hit i was like okay you know, I kind of miss doing Taekwondo because I've been out of for uh, out of it for about a year or a year and a half or something yeah, yeah. like that. And I was like, man, I, I sort of miss teaching. I, I, I miss being around. Uh, I miss just doing Taekwondo. And so I was like, okay, you know what? Let's let's do it. You know, yeah. it's something it's something I know I'm good at. It's something sure. I'm passionate about. Yeah. And I know it's something that at the end of the day, somebody will pay me to teach them. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, that combination itself, it, it's it's a recipe for the start. Of, mm-hmm. a, of a business right absolutely and so i've had a, i've had i have experience running a school already doing mm-hmm. limitless with freddie so a lot of it is not new to me it's just it's i'm i'm starting it slow and i'm i'm intentional about that i've yeah. been doing very little uh, marketing and customer acquisition mm-hmm. in terms of growing my um, membership absolutely um, but my focus is on my my branding on my instagram because yeah. there's there's way more there's way more to what I want to do with trans taekwondo besides just teaching taekwondo like I, I I've been doing um uh, I've been doing this sorry I'm enrolled in uh, what's called the master flexibility course okay um 
which is uh, which is ran by uh, his name is Dan. He's in the UK. Uh, he's you know he's taught uh, university courses, all that kind of stuff. So he put together a course that's uh, certified and everything. Okay. Um, so so that you can teach flexibility. So he teaches you everything about it. Cool. Right? Cool. So that's sort of that's sort of what I want to get into. I want to mm-hmm. not just teach Taekwondo, but uh, help Taekwondo athletes sort of unlock uh, more than just, you know, their basic curriculum that they learn in the classes. Uh, sure. I, I, I want to enhance their already amazing abilities or help mm-hmm. people get to where they want to be. Um, so, yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm teaching the classes now, I'm building the brand, but I'm not really looking at building uh, my membership right now yeah yeah. Uh, especially because i don't really have the infrastructure to do that because a lot of i found that a lot of people want in-person classes yeah for sure it's obviously not something i can make happen or accommodate and even yeah. though i have my own space here yeah. i don't have a separate entrance Absolutely. so if i want people to come in they have to go through the house which yeah, is yeah, not yeah really ideal yeah uh, even in a non-covid world to be honest yeah for sure um so that's why I, I want to put my focus on building my brand and what I can offer to other people outside of just Absolutely. Taekwondo classes. Yeah, you know I love I mean? that. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That's great. And, you know, especially like right now, like you have such a great background in Taekwondo. It's just something that you can transition. in. so it's great to see you doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you start Taekwondo? How old were you? Because you said you were driving to school. Do you, do you know, remember how old you were? You were obviously, what, elementary school? It was a long time ago. I think I want to put six. Oh, so very, very young. Yeah, something like it was That's around crazy. that age. Wow. Yeah, because I like I was still taking the bus. Like I was taking the bus when I was in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. So and I don't, I don't recall how far my memory jogs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was. It was really. Young. But it was a very young age. Yeah, really that's very young. cool. Yeah. When you were in um in university, were you still doing taekwondo, or did you just stop? You just stepped away from yeah, it for a little bit. Yeah. And just because no, you were dancing a lot, right? So you kind of moved into that. Yeah. No, I stopped. Yeah. I stopped. I stopped for a good while because it wasn't something that I was passionate about anymore. Dancing was something that I was really passionate about. Yeah. So in 2008, I started dancing at gateway and yeah. i actually I, I think that's where we met wasn't it yeah i think it was yeah for all, probably from sam and stuff i know yeah. it was yeah like from you know all the loyola guys like enrique that's and right. all them yeah they always used to go to gateway so yeah. yeah yeah i think that's where we met and then yeah we sort of bumped into each other at, at, at laurier and we're yeah. like hey like and we I didn't connected, know you. Yeah. yeah yeah so but no I, I started dancing to that like 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 quite religiously it's like i go i go to school go to gates yeah leave gates go to gateway you know what i mean it's and, crazy and yeah. just like just dance and you know my parents didn't really like it um and you know understandably so for sure um but f- for somebody like me i'm 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 such a passionate person mm-hmm. when i'm into something i'm like i'm really into something you're full into I it put, yeah. yeah i put everything into it yeah um like that's that's me in in my whole you know, Instagram Taekwondo thing right now, right? Like I'm, 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 you know, I, everything is, is sort of a lot of my effort is going into it. Right. Absolutely. Um, so I did dance. Uh, and then when I went to university, I, I was still out of Taekwondo, mm-hmm. but I, I continued uh, dancing throughout yeah. university. Yeah. Which is very interesting because when I, you know, like when we were like, cause I did, you know, we danced a lot in, in um, university. Um, 
I didn't know you did Taekwondo at all. And then after you're just like, oh, then you're like teaching. And it's like, oh, so he, it's very interesting to see people like do that. And he's like, oh, he actually knows how to like do martial arts. I was just like, oh yeah. shit, who would have known? Um, yeah. But it's very interesting because like thinking back on it now, it makes sense because you're like, when you taught dance and stuff like that, you had a very martial arts, like sort of way of teaching if that makes any sense like you're very focused on breaking down moves and like focusing on techniques so that made a lot of sense like it kind of came full circle i'm just like okay this makes sense yeah that's why yeah. you're and then obviously your flips and stuff like that it makes sense you have a lot of <laughs> you have a lot of flexibility and all that stuff yeah. going on there well well here's here here's my take on that right i think i think a lot of the reasons why i was um good at dance uh, was because of my martial arts background. Yeah, I, I think, think there's a lot of like, like um, skills that transfer. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. And vice versa, right? Like yeah. a lot of, a lot of the reasons why I was I was good at you know martial arts was because of dance. And here's here I've I've, I've I've put a lot of thought into this as to why this is the case. Generally speaking, those mm-hmm. who are very good at uh, martial arts or dance or something in those realms. Um, those are who who are like phenomenally good at it yeah for sure borderline like really talented at it um, or natural at it those people have great body awareness yeah for sure like really good body awareness people who have really good body awareness tend to do well in either martial arts or dance or Absolutely. both yeah no right no. Uh, and, and it it makes a lot of sense right and you can't in my opinion, you can't really apply that to any sort of sport, mm-hmm. right? Because you, you can't say that, um, you know, let's say, you know, any athlete can be really good at dance, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I find that being critically body aware yeah. makes a huge difference in something like martial arts and dance because you have Absolutely. to be body aware. And when I say body aware, I don't mean mind muscle uh connection right you know yeah, when we work yeah, out you sure. hear that right yeah. it's not that's not what i mean it's it's more so if i want my body to move this way i'll make it move that way yeah like that exact way yeah, you know what sure. i mean and in a dynamic way not just like okay i want to put my elbow like this yeah it's more so like if i swing my arm this way and have it curl and swing yeah and stop here and contract this muscle and and relax here and relax there yeah those are people who i find are are highly body aware for sure. Those people are really good at either dance or martial arts or sure. both. People yeah. who are good at, at at both, I find like, you know, when I was te- when I teach Taekwondo, those who come in, um, and like, you know, you you get the the quick learners and the slow learners. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You you can't have a you can't have you know just great learners, right? Absolutely. Um, I find that those who are very quick to learn Taekwondo and martial arts mm-hmm. have amazing body awareness. And they, they have no previous background in dance. It's just that they're just naturally just aware of yeah. how their body works, right? Sure. So like, for example, I'll say, okay, I need you to move your foot a little bit further, bend the front knee, make sure the back leg is straight, uh, have your pinky on your belt and, and your hand in the middle. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They'll, they'll hear it, boom. They'll catch it and they'll perform it. They'll execute that right away. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, for Most sure. Most I find I'm like, I'm like, okay, like this kid, I, I, I could... I could communicate with him on a, on a much different level Absolutely, right? because he understands how his body works. Yeah. Those who are, 
are not so body aware, it just takes a little bit more practice, a little more experience because <laughs> they just don't know how their body moves yet. And that's fine. Every that's kid right. is, is much different. Um, so that's why, that's why you'll see a lot of, um, um, a lot of martial artists, mm-hmm. they get into break dancing. Yeah, I know. I know. And I, and that's what I've noticed over the years. It's just like, there is definitely some sort of overlap going on there yeah. for sure. And yeah. that's very interesting. I find that very interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's very cool because I think um, breakdancing is going to be in the Olympics this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So I wonder how many of those breakdancers are past martial arts. <laughs> that's what I want to know, because I feel like there's probably a large group of them that are, which is very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's very cool because, you know, as I said, like, I didn't know you were into martial arts, but it makes sense because of your precision and you're very into breaking down moves and stuff like that. So it makes a lot of sense. So everything has been explained. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's awesome though. Um, What are your plans for martial arts? Do you plan on like competing and stuff like that moving forward yeah. or focusing more on teaching? Yeah. You know, that's, that's a good question because you know, it's, it's, it's quite, it's a little bit up in the air. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's only uh, circumstantial. Yeah. The reason why I say that is because I definitely still want to compete. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Um, I have, I have my eyes set on, 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 um, on winning world championships. I think I have the ability to do it. Great. Yeah. I think I have the work ethics uh, to do it. And I think I have the, um, uh, the talent to be able to get it done. Um, <clears throat> now, te- teaching, teaching, yes. I've, I've told one of my, one of my students or the, the parents of one of my students, mm-hmm. uh, they had said to me, you know, I, I hope, I hope you never stop teaching. Yeah. I hope you know, like, I, I love what you do. I'm so grateful for what you do. I hope you never stop teaching. Yeah. And my immediate response to her was, if somebody wants to learn, I will always teach. Yeah, for sure. Uh, always, right? Yeah. Because that's somebody who's hungry to learn something. Yeah. If somebody, if somebody's going to come to me and they want to learn, mm-hmm. I will teach them. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> so, so in regards to teaching, yeah, I'll always teach. Now, now here's the thing. <clears throat> I've, I've put some thought into like, do I want my own physical location? Yeah. You know, do I want, like, how do I want that to look like? Absolutely. That's a bit of a trickier question, to be honest, mm-hmm. because, um, it, because of the pandemic, it's, it's a little bit weird, right? It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's sure. hard. Um, but I know that there is a demand for, um, for, for my teaching. Yeah. I know, I know that people do want to learn from me. Um, but it's, 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 it's so difficult because my, my long-term goal, mm-hmm. my long-term goal <clears throat> is a semi-detached home mm-hmm. of some sort or, or a detached home or whatever uh, with a basement like this. Cause this is not my house. Yeah, this yeah. is um, uh, my mother-in-law's house. Sure. I live here and uh, suit up the, suit up the basement as yeah. my gym. I'll great. operate yeah. out of that. That's cool. what, that's my, what my long-term goal is. Mm-hmm. I want to operate out of my own house. Yeah. I don't want, I don't, I don't really want my own place unless it turns into something huge. Yeah. But th- sure. Even that's not something that I want right now. 
it yeah, might yeah. turn into that, but that's not something that I really want. <clears throat> um, so if, if I could have my own place with my own basement and I could suit up the basement in my own way and have my gym there, I'll run yeah. the classes that way. Um, and you know how, how I told you about my pre-construction home before yeah. that pre-construction home, it's, it's what's called a, um, uh, a condo townhouse. Okay. So it doesn't have a basement. Oh, okay. Right. So, and it, 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 it there's not really a lot of space for me be, to be able to teach classes sure. if I was online either. Like I'd have to set up in the living room if mm-hmm. that was the case. Like there's no other rooms yeah. um, that I could set up. So that's, that's sort of my dilemma. I was considering a short-term lease mm-hmm. uh, for a physical location, but like it's. Yeah. Based on the pandemic and stuff, it's all up in the air too. Right? Yeah. Like but, that's if if i were to do a short term lease it, it'll it would have to be in about like i would say a year and a half or two years or whatever sure. uh and i'm sure the pandemic would ease off by then yeah um but even still like i just don't know if that's something i want to do or if yeah. i want to wait it out until like that would be like six seven years yeah from for now sure. if, if for me to get like a place with a basement yeah um but to be honest, like as of right now, I'm just going to go with the flow. Yeah. See, for sure. see how it goes. Um, I want to, I want to take off with the online coaching, mm-hmm. uh, the online flexibility and stuff like that, because there's a lot of people who um, I find are like, they want um, specifically like that flexibility training. Absolutely. Yeah. Martial yeah. artists all over the world. They're looking for that. So, yeah. Which makes sense, though, because it's such a crucial part in martial arts, just in general, yeah. not even just Taekwondo, right? Yeah. Just in general. Um, Highly neglected. Yeah. No, Highly neglected. For sure. And, you know, I can see why that's such a high demand um, is flexibility, which makes sense. Um, when it comes to, like, new martial artists, just people trying to start a new skill, trying to learn something new, what would you recommend to them? What would be the best tip for them to sort of keep in mind? when they're just on their journey of learning something new, whether it's like martial arts or an art form in general. Yeah. Uh, find a, find a good resource, whether that's a coach, uh, uh, a good YouTube series, um, uh, a book of some sort, whatever, whatever works best for them, Mm -hmm. uh, that they find effective for them to learn is, is the best way. And I, I think finding a good, finding a good coach is the key to it. I think, what was it? Um, uh, Tim Ferriss. Mm-hmm. I, I think you and I are both huge fans of Tim. Yeah, <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Mr. Tim, F-E-R-R-I-S, right? He says, one of the books I read from him was, I think it was, I think it was Four Hour Chef. Okay. And he says, um, material over method mm-hmm. in terms of learning material is better than method of mm-hmm. learning right he was saying that when he was in um, Japan yeah it was Japan he, he did a like a foreign exchange program there and he he was enrolled in this school and he didn't realize that everything was taught in Japanese mm-hmm. like he thought he was going to learn Japanese um but everything was taught in japanese and so he had to take certain exams and he was like like i i don't know 
any Japanese. I don't know any characters. I don't know how to speak it, write it, or whatever. Yeah. And he, I think he was in a library where he found a sheet of paper、mm-hmm. that basically laid out all of the characters of the Japanese language that he has a poster of now that's up in his bedroom or something.、Mm-hmm. And he'll, he says that, like, that piece of paper alone. Allowed him to learn Japanese and to pass crazy、eh? his、wow. exams, right? And and so, like, when when it comes to let's say studying, right? When it t- when it comes to let's say method,、mm-hmm. a method could be like studying for four six hours a night. Yeah, like that's 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 a method of studying, right?、Uh, writing down your notes all the time. That's a、for、method、sure. of studying, right? You could do that. But if you have terrible material to study off of,、yeah. it, it won't matter how hard you study. Yeah. If it's me and you, right? And I'm doing the written method and I'm, I'm re- rereading the newspaper to learn a different language, or I'm, I'm watching a Spanish movie. We're both trying to learn Spanish, let's say, right?、Yeah. And I'm watching Spanish movies, I'm reading Spanish books,、uh, trying to learn、uh, linguistics and, and、uh, sentence structure and all that kind of stuff. And I do that and I do that and I do that. And let's say you find some sort of resource,、uh, a one pager that gets you to understand how to learn Spanish.、Mm-hmm. Who do you think is going to come out、uh, out of this better, right? Like、For、you、sure. would. Yeah, yeah. The, the material always is better than the method. Absolutely.、Right? So, in my opinion, if you could find a good resource, whether it's a really good coach, Um, or, eat, like, like I said, a good YouTube series. Yep. These are all great ways to learn, right?、Um, and I find that, in my opinion, I, I think social media like YouTube,、uh, like Instagram,、mm-hmm. some Instagram is a little bit fluffy. Yeah.、Uh, there's a, sort of a lot of、uh, noise on, on,、um, on Instagram, but you could learn a lot and it's cost effective. For sure. That's what I find is. is Is the more important thing because a lot of people, when they're starting out something,、um, a lot of people don't have the budget to blow on on a mentor or a coach. Absolutely. Some people can, which is great, right?、Yeah. Not everybody can. And so I find、uh, resources like YouTube are, are awesome, right? Absolutely.、Um, to, to learn a new skill. No, I, I totally agree. And you know, it's also very important,、uh, just based on you saying material, you know. Take a look at who you're learning from. You know, there's a lot of people out there that don't have your best interests. Like the amount of ads I get on a daily basis on YouTube for like webinars and stuff like that to become, you know, build my drop shipping business. And you know, they're just BS, right? Like it's just half of these guys are BS because they're making their money from selling these courses, right? They're not like legit entrepreneurs, they're just making money from selling courses. So you got to be very careful with who you're getting courses from. You know, and who you're taking that information from. So that's very important as well.、Yeah. Um, that's, that's like super important.、Um, one thing that I would、uh, recommend if you haven't tried it yet, if you haven't tried it yet, because I know you're doing really well on Instagram, TikTok. TikTok, I,、okay. TikTok <sighs> you're going to hate me. And a lot of people do. But TikTok, I think, especially for martial arts,、um, I'm obviously not in the martial arts stream because I probably don't get a lot of it. But I think because it's so visual and you have a lot of, you know, obviously quality content, I think it、yeah. could do well on TikTok. No, I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm trying it, but I'm, I'm, 
I'm trying to figure out how it works. For sure, yeah. I think I've I think I've got Instagram down. Yeah. I I, I understand I I understand Instagram really well. TikTok I don't understand quite yet. For sure, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm trying to I'm I've I've got my account up. I've it's good. I've got a I've got a couple stuff on it. It's in my opinion, it's so much fun. Oh, I it's love it. Really fun. That's my I've favorite platform. A, yeah. I've seen some of the stuff that you do. I'm like, dude, this is genius. Like, yeah. it's so funny. It's so engaging. Yeah, it's. it's I, I really want to get into it. I really do. It's, it is a goal of mine. Um, I have my account, like I said, I have yeah. stuff, I have a few stuff on it already. Um, but I'm having a little bit of difficulty figuring out how, um, how people engage on TikTok Absolutely. because it is different than Instagram. It it's is totally different. different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Even the way that the algorithm works on the for you page is totally different, but it's, mm. it's definitely worth it to try to see if you can get in there because I think it's, there's a big opportunity for, I think so businesses. too. Yeah. Like I'm, even, I'm on the same page, man. Yeah. Like even for um, like my bike business. So we started a bike company a few months ago mm-hmm. um, and we just started using TikTok and stuff and some videos have blown up and they're doing really well. So it's very interesting to see like engagement and stuff because especially for like the bike community, there's a lot of like hardcore, obviously cyclists, whether it's mountain biking or road biking. And you know, a lot of them are on TikTok. It's such a visual platform, right? So it's very interesting. Definitely check it out. Yeah. So, so, so let me ask you, how, how have you found, because I know you're on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, not so much Facebook. I'm not so much on Facebook anymore. Yeah. Um, but how, how have you found adapting to like these different social medias with, with uh, Relentless? Yeah. Yeah. So like, I think, especially like just as a business, like for Relentless, it's, you know, different types of content on different things. So like, you know, for Relentless, it's more like, you know, obviously images and stuff like that. But sometimes we post like the TikToks there. But I think TikTok is definitely not only just educational, but it has to be fun and like sort of um, like even like things like using like the trending audio, like that just makes it a lot more adaptable to that mm. platform, right? Like just having, you know, if you're doing like, say, um, you know, a class or whatever, it's showing a technique. I think just having the trending audio in the background, like, people relate to that stuff. It's very weird. It's a very, yeah. it's a very weird platform. I've fallen into that too. Like yeah. I'm on TikTok and I'm like, I'm like, Oh, I hear this trending track. Like you hear it like eight huge. times in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it's like nothing. Yeah. I saw, I saw this one girl, <clears throat> she went viral because she sat in her bed and the caption said, it said, um, it, it said something on the lines of like, if I use this viral song, um, Sorry, if I use this song, I will go viral. Yeah, and she sat on the bed and did nothing. It's crazy. <laughs> she went viral. I'm it's like, such a crazy platform. What? It, yeah. yeah, it doesn't make sense, but it's definitely something worth checking out. It's, Absolutely. Um, it's, Absolutely, it's very interesting. Even um, there's like, which is, but it's like an audio based platform. I don't know if you've been on Clubhouse yet. That's like I've a heard new of it. thing. Yeah, it's like a new thing. Do you have an iPhone? I do. I'll send you um, I'll send you an invite. It's sure. like invite only. You can check it out. It's like, basically it's like an audio based platform. So people can hop into rooms and they're like, there's probably like a Taekwondo room or like a martial arts room, oh, but there's like a bunch of different rooms. Like, so like, um, I saw one the other day with like, you know, so like Tim Dillon, he's like a professional comedian. So he was like doing like a, like basically a guest panel with some people and then you can sort of join panels. So like I was on a panel the other day with like some you know, some Canadian athletes and stuff like that. And you just go and talk and it's just all, all audio. It's, it's pretty cool. Wow. I'll check. I'll send you an invite. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I'll take right now it's that. just invite only though. So like you, Why only, is that? um, just because they're trying to scale and sort of grow slowly because mm. it's, um, 
because it's going to, I think it's going to be a really big thing. So they only have like, I think right now, if I'm not mistaken, they have, I want to say 5 million people on it, mm. which is still very small, but it's because everybody gets two invites. So that's why they're. Oh, really? Yeah. So I get one of yours. Yeah. I'll give you one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll, I'll give you one. I'm very <laughs> diligent with my invites. Very good. Very good. I, you've chosen wisely. Yeah. 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 So I'll send you an invite, but yeah, it's a very interesting platform. I don't know. I, I always like to try the different platforms and see what I prefer yeah. different types of content. And I think that's good for just anybody um, to just give it a go. So yeah, yeah. cool, man. I'll take a look. Yeah. 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 It's worth it. Um, okay. In terms of sort of uh, let's talk about um, your habits. Do you have any like habits that you have on a daily basis that sort of help you perform or help you sort of get your sort of goals accomplished? Is, is this in regards to um, like my Taekwondo training or just, Could be anything. just in like, general? Is there anything that you do on a regular basis with your daily routine that just sort of helps you achieve whatever you need to achieve? Um, my, my favorite one, actually my my only consistent one that i do uh, are my showers uh, okay. those those are the, those are my big ones uh actually sorry not my big ones that's that's perhaps my only consistent one mm-hmm. um i'm i consider myself sort of um a go with the flow uh but adaptable a yeah. mentality but i i don't disregard um consistent um what's it called um like uh behavior building Mm -hmm. behavior and habit building right absolutely i don't disregard that it's just how i'm wired yeah i i'm a go with the flow but adapt type of person right so if 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 at one point i don't necessarily feel like doing a particular thing i'll look for something else to be productive in yeah right so let's say, for example, I, let's say this course that I'm in, the flexibility course, let's say I don't want to study right now. Um, I'll work on content for my Instagram. If I yeah. don't want to work on content for my Instagram, uh, let's say I'll go downstairs and, and, and train. If I don't want to train, okay, maybe I'll, I'll work on uh, my uh, uh, studies. Um, but the one thing that is consistent for me is the showers. And that's a hot and cold showers. Okay. I do both. Uh, not twice a day. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I do hot and cold showers. But the reason why it's important for me is because I do a lot of reflecting in okay. the shower. That's, that's, that's when I do a lot of my reflecting. Um, and for me, as, as you probably know, like reflecting is a huge part of, of how I develop, how I make decisions, mm-hmm. how I um, get in tune with my creative side. Um, I like, I like sitting in silence, Mm -hmm. um, sort of sometimes not doing anything or, or like fidgeting with something. Yeah. Right. That's when a lot of my creative work will happen. Um, like I'll, sometimes I'll just sit in front of my computer and I'm, let's say I'm looking at something and I'm, I'm just sitting there. Right. Mm -hmm. A lot of my creative work will happen at that point. Okay. Um, but a lot reflecting is a huge part of my day to day that helps me perform at a different level. Even when I'm, even for training, mm-hmm. um, I know you were asking about like, how do I, you know, optimize on uh, my training or some of my day-to-day stuff. Yeah. A lot of it comes and ties back to how I reflect on it. 
right? So I'm, I'm huge on recording myself during training. Okay. Uh, that way I can look at it and reflect and see, okay, that didn't look so good. That didn't look right. Um, that felt, I know that felt strong, but it didn't look strong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, or even when I'm, I'm teaching, sometimes I'll record myself teaching so I could review not mm-hmm. all of it because I don't have, we, you know, you don't have the time for that. Right. Yeah, yeah. You don't have time to just sit for another 45 minutes watching sure. yourself teach a class you just taught. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll sort of scrub through it and I'll, I'll just sort of, uh, take samples mm-hmm. and just review and be like, okay, I, I don't like the way I approach that. Or if, if I'm teaching and I realize I sort of make a mental note and be like, okay, I, I just said something that I'm not sure um, connected the right way, or I'm not sure if I said it the right way. Okay. I'll look for that yeah. and I'll review it. And I'll be like, okay, I, 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 sh- I should have said it this way. I should have done it this way instead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a, a lot of a lot of my reflecting happens in the shower, and that's that's my shower is the trigger mm-hmm. for my reflection my reflecting period. The, the other times, yeah. yeah, the other times it's a little bit, sometimes a little bit more, in a way deliberate. Yep. Where I really get into thought, and I'll sit there and I'll just reflect. Yeah. Um, and what's odd is I think I, I'm not sure if it'll be good for me or not. I, mm-hmm. I do want to try it. But when I reflect, I don't write. Okay. I, ju- I just mentally reflect. And I think writing may help me, but it's not something I felt like I need to do. But yeah. many people have told me that it, um, like journaling, you know, yeah, yeah. right? <clears throat> journaling might be really good for me. It's something I've tried, but it never st- stuck, stuck with. with it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, but just even having those, you know, those periods of thinking throughout the day, I think those are important, whether it's you just reflecting or you just trying to solve a problem or try to be creative. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm very similar in that way. Like, you know, showering and stuff like that. You always have those deep thoughts. You have those crazy thoughts, like, you know, maybe not even on, um, you know, maybe not even on the topic that you're trying to think about, whether it's like martial arts or something, maybe it's just a totally unrelated topic. But I think those thoughts are very important mm-hmm. for me i think a lot on the treadmill like especially those dreadful um treadmill sessions that i do you know the minute you get into like two hours on the treadmill it's just like it's just you know you just start thinking even though you may have you know i do this thing called zwift it's like basically this virtual world i don't know if you've ever this is a totally different thing from you this is so like <laughs> cycling and running they have this thing called zwift it's like a video game kind of so like you can do races and stuff and basically you wear like a shoe pod or your smart trainer connects to your phone. So that will be basically a virtual game and it's like a virtual world. So like you'll see your avatar cycling and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like there's only so much you can watch for, you know, two hours while you're doing that. Right. So like you kind of just start to wander and think. So I think a lot on the treadmill, especially for my long runs and stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah. I, I, I could see that when, when I used to run, when my knee wasn't so bad, Mm-hmm. Uh, which I do sort of want to get it back into running. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's so easy to get into that state. Yeah. Right. Because it's, it's, it's a little bit, mon- it's, it's mundane. Yeah. It's just repetitive. Just right. Yeah. Um, have you heard of, uh... oh God, what's his name? Uh, Jim Quick. Jim Quick. Yeah. Yeah. The brain guy. Yeah. 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 yeah, for yeah. Sure. He, he wrote the book like Limitless or something like Limitless yes. Brain or whatever. Yeah. So you've heard of him. Yes. Um, have you listened to some of his podcasts or his where he guest spoke on some? Yes, I used to. And he's actually on um, 
I actually listened to him the other day. He goes on Clubhouse a lot. So you'll mm. actually see him on Clubhouse. But um, what I used to read a lot from him was his, he used to have a blog called Superhero You. It's actually not even in existence anymore, but it used to be like a lot of like, you know, you know, habit replacement tips, you know, yes. how to build a healthy lifestyle, like just a lot of like great performance optimization tips. It's very interesting. So yeah, he's great. I'm, I'm, I'm huge on, on these types of people. Yeah. I, I genuinely believe, I genuinely believe that people like, uh, uh, Jim quick, uh, Tim Bilyeu, mm-hmm. um, uh, Tim Ferriss to a certain extent, actually, yeah. uh, like old Tim Ferriss. Yeah. Uh, not so much new Tim Ferriss in yeah, my yeah. opinion. Um, but these, these guys, I genuinely believe like they're, they're out there to, Oh, and Gary V right. Yeah. Uh, yeah Vaynerchuk. Sure. I genuinely believe these people are out there to, to really help people. Absolutely. Cause you know how, like, you know, we were talking about the dropship ads and all yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Those people, I, I, th- those people, in my opinion, they're not, genuine people who want to help other people yeah right yeah, for sure i i genuinely believe people like jim quick tim bill is it tim tom tim tim uh, which one bill you uh B-I-L-U. I, I don't actually know him no no um okay i'll, I'll send you a yeah, link yeah. i'm sure you've seen him probably yeah but anyways um uh uh yeah these guys like I think they're genuinely out there to help people. So mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm so for like supporting these types of people. Yeah, right. So sure. like listening to uh, uh, like his podcast and whatnot, he's really good. But the reason why I bring him up is because, you know, he was talking about, you know, you, you, you said yourself, he's sort of that brain guy, mm-hmm. right. That psychology yeah. brain guy. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard him talk about the beta theta, uh, alpha waves no I, I i haven't heard of that no okay uh, i i wouldn't be able to tell you exactly which state corresponds to what sort of behavior and activity and and feeling but mm-hmm. um the reason why a lot of people come up with the greatest ideas either in their showers or in their sleep is because they actually fall into a certain state okay i think i think it's I think it's theta. Okay. Right. Where you, you fall into a, a particular state where uh, certain, there are certain chemical reactions that happen in your brain. For sure. Uh, that trigger these like aha moments. Okay. That's why have you ever like woken up from a dream or woken up in general and be like, like, I just thought of something really genius. Yeah. Or, like, yeah I, for sure. I, you had a dream where it's like, that was so smart. Like I've had that. I've had two or three really outstanding ones that really made a difference in yeah, my yeah. life. You know what For I mean? Sure. And, and, and that, that um, uh, dictated a lot of my decisions. Yeah. And when you're in the shower, you, fall, you, you, you go into that same similar state. And yeah. that's why a lot of people do reflecting um, while they're in that state. And I think, I think he also said, like, when you're taking a shit, <laughs> you know, like when you're yeah, on yeah. the toilet, For sure. people have, like, the, the most insane thoughts and ideas and and that's very interesting right because you 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 sort of fall into that that beta alpha or theta state yeah i forgot which one it was but i'll I'll see if i can find it yeah and i'll um i'll link it to you but yeah but i i love jim quick he's he's great he's he's a smart guy he's um 
And, you know, one of the reasons I got into him, like I actually got into him in uh, university was because he actually had like, a, so he had a very um, bad concussion when he was young. And I also had like a very like bad concussion when I was yeah. uh, playing hockey. So like we, I kind of like sort of read a lot of his stuff because of that, because he sort of was able to, you know, optimize his brain and mind. And I think that's uh, very important, especially with people that have had injuries or come back from injuries. It's good stuff to, to know. And yeah. I recognize. remember you were, I remember you were telling me about, um, yeah, like your, your, uh, your experiences with your concussion. Yeah. Yeah. In high school. Yeah. I got a really bad one. So, you know, I'm very fortunate and very lucky, you know, that I've been able to recover. Um, yeah. You know, um, some people don't have that opportunity. So, but yeah, well, I know, I know Jim was telling me that like it affected his learning. For and sure, I know yeah. that, that that's highly relatable for you as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, especially for like dance classes. Like that was always something that I struggled with was, you know, the moves and stuff like to because in dance classes, as you know, like you learn a sequence and everybody catches on. But always for me, it was I, I would have to practice it. That's like the kind of way that I have to do it. And it's just mm -hmm. it's just, you know obviously probably side effects from the concussion for sure but um yeah. that's just how it was so yeah it's it's just very interesting how you have to learn how to adapt and you know he's obviously been able to adapt and you know that's kind of why i really got into his content especially during university so um yeah no it's very interesting it's a very interesting thing we live in a crazy time <laughs> but yeah we we're getting through it though um yeah. so let's keep moving forward i have a few more questions for you um, one of them is, uh, oh, before I actually move on to that, there's an interesting book you should read if you're really interested into like daily routines. There's one called um, Daily Rituals. And, you know, going to like where you're talking about, like, you know, you just go into the shower and you have these random thoughts and you have these deep, you know, lessons or deep, uh, deep thoughts um, and you start pondering these crazy things. There's a book called Daily Rituals, which sort of highlights famous artists and stuff throughout history. And some of them have the craziest rituals of all time, but, you know, they do these things on a regular basis and it's sort of how they become creative and how they sort of get the creative juices flowing, whether it's them having a whiskey at 8 a.m. in the morning with a cigar or like just doing something, you know, going for a walk. And that's the way that they think. It's just very interesting. You should definitely check it out. It's yeah. a good book. Yeah. Who is this by? I forget who it's by, but it's called Daily Rituals. It's yeah, just yeah. like a highlight of a bunch of artists. It's a, it's a very good book just to see what, you know, what Hemingway used to do It's just some of these people had the most destructive habits, but you know, some of them, that's the reason they did it was for the creativity to get those books produced and stuff. It's just, it's a very interesting thing. Daily, daily rituals, how artists work. Yeah. Yeah. Mason, Mason Curry. Yes. Yeah. That's who it is. Yeah. Okay. It's a very interesting book. Um, yeah. So one of the questions that I want to ask you was, in terms of your training, how often do you train per week? Um, and then what does like a training session look like? Um, I try to train every day. Okay. And I know a lot of people, a lot of people will say, Hey, that's not good. You need rest <laughs> days, right? Uh, here and there I'll, I'll take a rest day. Right. <clears throat> For sure. But I, I deliberately try to train every day. Okay. And this is a very interesting topic. And I think, I think you, you may be able to relate, mm -hmm. um, um, uh, to a certain extent, because I know, I know your training is a little bit different because mm -hmm. yours is more endurance based. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I try to train every day now in terms of my training session, it'll, it'll really depend. 
And here's, here's the great thing about how I've set up my training. Okay. When I, when I come down here to train, um, I'd say maybe seven out of 10 times, it's what I want to do that day. Okay, cool. Right. That's good. It's not, it's not like I, I have a set training, training plan. Yeah. For example, like I actually have, I have it on a, a spreadsheet. Let me just pull it up real quick. But <clears throat> like I have something set, but it's not, it's not concrete. Yeah. It's not set in stone for sure. It's not yeah. set in stone. Let me, let me just open this real quick. <clears throat> yeah. And I think that's, um, you know, I think a lot of people are like that. They may have a training plan, but then they have some workouts that they can sort of switch around. And I think yeah. that's important to do, especially if, you know, depending on how you feel that day. Yeah. For motivation well, too. The, that, that's the big thing, right? I, I'm, I'm a huge proponent of, of training how you want. Yeah. Because if you're training, if you're forcing yourself to train in a way that you're not enjoying it, yeah. um, then it becomes work. Sure. you're you're doing it you're sort of just dragging your feet through it you, you don't really want to um to 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 put in the work it takes extra self-discipline to yeah. be able to do it right training still requires a lot of self-discipline mm-hmm. right but if if you add extra resistance to something that's already difficult yeah you're making your life harder than it really has to be Absolutely. right now now i'm not saying that you know, one is better than the other. Yeah. But at the end of the day, training is still, um, you know, being in a mental state. For sure. And if you can take care of your mental state as much as possible, you can train for life. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. So, so I have my spreadsheet here and it's, it's super simple for now at least, right? Mm-hmm. Because I eventually wanted to, to break it down a little bit more. But like, I've got like Monday to Sunday yoga, right? Uh, on the weekdays, I do it in the morning, yoga in the morning. On cool. weekends, I do yoga at night, Great. right, to cool down. So uh, on the weekdays, I use yoga as a way to sort of wake up, make my body feel really great. Sure. On weekends, I use it as a way to cool down, cool Perfect. down. Yeah. Right? yeah. How uh, long is a yoga session down. for you? Uh, 15 minutes, 15 super minutes? short. Perfect, yeah. 15 oh. minutes, right? Um, and then I've got like, let's say here on on Monday, I've got, I've set it up morning and evening. Mm-hmm. I try to train twice, um, try twice a day. Great. But morning, I've got yoga and weights. Okay. Evening, taekwondo and core. Great. That's it, right? Nice. So I use that as a base. So I'll come down here, you know, I'll do my yoga. And then whatever I feel like I want to work out that day, I'll mm-hmm. pump weights based on what I want to do. So if I want to do legs, I'll do some squats, you know, and I'll do Great. X, Y, and Z based on legs because I, I, I just feel like it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If I want to do chest, if I want to do arms, shoulders, then I'll do that, right? right. But I don't have like, like Monday, February fifteenth, weights, shoulder, yeah, bicep, yeah. this sets, this reps, et cetera, et cetera. For sure. And I typically, I know you're asking how long I train for, how long mm-hmm. the sessions are. I try to stay in it for about at least thirty minutes. Yeah. The thing that here's the thing. The thing that helps me uh, stay in training. Uh, for longer is my music. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's what I was like, going to ask you in a second. Oh my gosh. Do you the, listen to music, music when you trade? Oh, all the time. Yeah. I, I, especially when it's like really loud. Yeah. Um, I play some really like hype music. Like I've got a training playlist, for like sure. a public training playlist 
uh, that uh, my followers on Instagram helped me build. Great. Awesome. Which is amazing. Yeah. Like I've got like 10 plus hours yeah, yeah. From, from music from every, from people from all over the world. And I have music of, in different languages. Love it. That's great. And like, like I've got, it doesn't seem like a lot, but there's like 27 likes on, on the playlist. So yeah, yeah. And I see people tagging me on my Instagram being like, I freaking love this playlist. I that's listen great. to it all the time when I train, but that's what keeps me in here. Right. For sure. So if I, if I still have the music going and let's say, uh, like a new track place. Yeah. And it's, it's like hype, right? Like that'll get me going. And I'm like, okay, that's gonna, the I'm best. Gonna... When you find a new song, when you're working out, there's yeah. nothing better than that. And it's like, it makes me want to put on an extra plate and try to crank out like heavy reps, you know, yeah, like yeah. that's the type of training that I really want to get into. Yeah. I know it's not specific, but as of right now, I'm not looking for very specific training. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, we, the, the scientific term for it is functional for sure. Right. Where, Functional literally means um, of like for a specific activity or behavior. Yeah, yeah, for right? sure. Like I learned that in, in the flexibility course. And so like my training is not functional right now. Yeah. Um, sorry, you're building that base. Specific. You're building that foundation for sure. Yeah. So that like when I start like legitimately training for world championship, then my training becomes functional. Absolutely. I might be doing less weights. I might be doing or lower uh, weights. Uh, more reps right but right now i just want to train to enjoy it yeah right? for sure and then in the evening like i'll take a taekwondo class and then uh, i'll work on my core you know for sure right so so what i wanted to get at was that um the reason why i train or i try to train every day is because in the long run if you add in if you add up all the hours mm-hmm I would have put in more training hours than somebody who trained, let's say, uh, every other day, but rest in between. Yep. Right. And even though the reason why they rest is because they went hard. Yeah. Because they need their body to recover. And here's what the Russians do this the best, Mm -hmm. especially the like the martial artists, uh, the mixed martial artists and, and whatnot. When they train, they train light. Yeah. They, 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 deliberately don't beat their bodies up so that they could add more hours sure in the long run right yep. and you you as an athlete right you know yeah. that the more hours you put in it's compounding it's everything right? yeah. the, the effects of, of training it's compounding the yeah. more training you put in the more hours you put in the better off you're going to be long term yeah and so they stress if you train light light that's mm-hmm. relative obviously right if you train light you can put in more hours if you put in more hours you've effectively put in more training than somebody who's rested every other day for sure now yeah. now here's the thing people will say like like i have to beat up my body monday wednesday friday mm-hmm. right in order for my training to be effective who says that has to be true yeah yeah for sure right now you can train light every single day but then, but then somebody will say, wait, but the, the reason why I train, I beat my body up every day is so that it'll replicate what it's like in the ring on the yeah. mat uh, when I'm fighting. Sure. Yeah. That's a valid point. Yeah. Right. Um, but what the Russians do is that they'll train light consistently, but every once in a while, they'll replicate heavy training for sure because heavy, 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 intense training, um, they do that to replicate what it's like at a tournament when they're actually, when they actually need to put the, the, the pedal to the metal. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? Um, but you don't need to do it every time. You don't yeah, no, need to sure. go hard every single time. And you can't maintain that if you're just going hard every single session. Like you got to have some easy sessions. It's just unsustainable. Like it's just not Absolutely. possible. Yeah. It, it's unsustainable for the body. It's yeah. unsustainable for the mind. For sure. It's unsustainable for the spirit. For right? Sure. It's, it's really tough. Like, like, you know, my, in, in the course that I'm in, in the flexibility course, they, they, you know, we talk about, we do group support calls all the time. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about like uh, pain, right? Yeah. Pain is your body's way of telling you to stop. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. No. Right. And here's, here's what's, here's what's mind boggling. Especially in these types of, uh, um, you know, Eastern martial arts, like karate, Taekwondo, mm-hmm. these old school martial arts, the traditional martial arts, they, they pride themselves on, you know, being able to fight through pain. Mm-hmm. It's a mental thing. It's a mental thing. It's a mental thing. Yeah. Right. But it's not so much a mental thing when you've got like a muscle tear. Yeah. yeah. You, you can't you, like, you, that's your body's way of telling you like, like you got to let it rest. Yeah. You know, the analogy of the bandaid analogy, right? Like when, when you've got like a muscle tear, you can't just keep ripping the bandaid off. No, you got to let it rest. You got to let it heal. But that's why I set up my training that way because it allows me to put in more hours Mm -hmm. because if it's me versus somebody else, like you, you damn well bet I'm going to put in way more hours than that guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And the only way I'm going to do that is if I can sustain my training throughout for sure. Every once in a while, I'll do the intense training to, to simulate, you know, getting the heart rate at a, at a, at a point where, you know, it simulates fighting. Absolutely. Um, but that's how I set up my training. And, and, you know, I try to stay in for about 30 minutes, uh, a session, uh, it, particularly for like the weights or the, um, uh, the Taekwondo training, the core and the yoga, like that's, that's like quick training for sure that I just put in, but otherwise like I try to, I try to make my training sustainable because if, if your training is not enjoyable, you're, you're going to fall off and not end up training anyways. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's how I've set up my training. No. And I I totally agree with that. It makes a lot of sense. And that's the only way you can do it for a long time too, right? Is if you're, you know, not overdoing it all the time, you got to listen to your body. That's essential. I think a lot of people don't listen to their bodies enough and they just overdo it. Like if you need to take a rest day, you know, take a rest day. Like that's how it is. Um, I'm a little bit different. I have to, I usually try to take an active rest day, you know, once a week, just because obviously our sports are totally different things. Um, especially for the knees and stuff like that, you know, the minute you're running and biking a lot, it's just, you know, it takes a toll on the body. So, you know, but my active rest day is still trying to be active, right? Whether it's going for a hike or going for a walk, but I love how you do things like yoga and stuff, because not only for obviously directly related to your sport, it's also important for recovery, right? Stretching is crucial. And I think a lot of people, you know, especially when they're starting off, they don't do that stuff and that stuff could prevent injuries, right? Like the more flexible you are, you know, just stretching out your body is just so crucial for preventing injuries. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I think that's great to see, Um, you know, and I think yoga especially is just underrated. It's just great. It it, it is highly underrated. And for whatever reason, I'm not, I'm not so much into the yoga scene, Mm -hmm. but apparently, apparently yoga has been getting a bad rep lately. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know the, the story behind it, but it's apparently been getting a bad rep lately. Um, 
but a lot of people who are into the the like scientific literature yeah. of sorry flexibility and 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 whatnot um you have science to back up uh, the benefits of yoga oh for sure it's, yeah. it's undeniable it's yeah. undeniable yeah right no yeah. it's 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 crucial for you and i think that's especially for the long term like that's the stuff that sets people apart yeah and, uh, I, sorry i i actually wanted to say one thing before we yeah. hop into another topic is is um uh, you're familiar with uh, George St. Pierre? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, from Quebec or GSP, Montreal yeah. or whatever. Yeah. The man. So um, he he's into like this light training type of reg- regimen. Yeah. Okay. And if you ask any of his training partners, if he goes to a gym or, or, uh, or he's guest, a guest at a gym, you go to any of these training sessions, talk to any of his training partners. And you know he's he's well established. Yep. He's got many belts. He's he's world champion. He's, he's, he's the amazing, man, yeah. right? How how can you tell me? How how is it possible that anybody you ask wants to train, wants to they call roll in yeah. BJJ, wants to roll with George GSP? Yeah. How is that possible? Somebody who's like feared on the mats. Yeah. Aren't you afraid that he's gonna like kick your ass? Yeah. Aren't you afraid that he might like knock you out or hurt you? Sure. The reason why people love training with George St. Pierre is because he's gentle on his partners. Yeah. If he hurts all his training partners, who do who does he have left to train with? Yeah. No, for right? sure. Or Absolutely. or if or if or if he's rolling hard with one of his training partners, let's say for whatever reason his training partner hurts him, mm-hmm. what happens to his training? He has to stop for let's say a week. No, for sure right this is one of the reasons why he's so good yeah everybody wants to train with him everybody yeah. wants to roll with him because of how he trains yeah yeah right. he's not overdoing it and yeah you know even um you know i watch a lot of ufc mma um it's just something that i enjoy like even max holloway do you know who max holloway is you know blessed mma um mm. his last fight he didn't even spar at all leading up to the fight he just did light training just focused on that and he absolutely destroyed um, the guy that he was fighting. So it's just very interesting to see how different people sort of adapt to new training methods, even if they're later in their career, just because yeah. based on longevity, uh, uh, longevity, it's going to save them and save their body. You That's know, right. you're not getting these injuries that a lot of these other fighters and MMA yeah. fighters will get. So it's just yeah, very like, interesting. Yeah. With your, with your sport in particular, it's, it's a little bit different because it's, it's endurance based. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's about pushing a time limit. Yeah. Right. Like you're trying to, you're trying to beat time. Yep. For sure. That That's what you're competing against. Yeah. You're not really competing against other people. Right. You're, you're, you're legitimately competing against time. For sure. So is everybody else. Yeah. Right. And so light training to a certain extent doesn't apply to your training because yeah. if you're always light training, your body adapts to light training. Your body Absolutely. is a highly adaptable machine. Exactly. And yeah. if you're always you know, let's say running at a, a particular pace, your body's only going to get used to that particular pace. Yeah. But in terms of martial art, it's about, it's about learning how to maneuver certain things. It's about distance management. It, it, there's so much more than just trying to push a time. Mm-hmm. Um, but for you, like having active rest is important. Yeah, <clears throat> for sure. Because your body needs that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And I think definitely um, across like basically, you know, all sports, whether it's martial arts or, you know, running and stuff like that, one thing that's for sure is that you can't go all out every single training session. There's this um, quote that I read from a, he's a professional uh, Ironman triathlete and he posted on Instagram the other day. He's just like January heroes make 
October zeros because October is like when Kona is. And it's true because like, if you're just going all out in January, your body's going to break down by the time the season even hits. So, you know, especially in endurance sports, it just doesn't work like that. And, you know, you got to be consistent and, you know, obviously maintain your fitness, but you know, don't overdo it right out of the gate. So I think that's interesting. Um, in terms of book of the day, and we'll come to the end of this podcast, a book of the day, do you have any uh, book recommendations? Yeah, I've, I've got, um, I've got two. Um, my first one is actually one that I, I, I haven't finished. Okay. Um, but it's, it's, it's that good. Yeah. Um, uh, shoe dog, Phil Knight. Okay. Okay. Have cool. you, have you read this one? That's the Nike one, right? Yeah. Awesome. Have you read right. it? I haven't read it. No, but I need to, I have it on my list. You have to read that. If, yeah. if I would, if I would push that up your list a little bit, I yeah. would. Okay, cool. It's, it's, it's such a, it's, it's such a phenomenal book. Um, I, I was, I was recommended, um, Phil Knight's book, Shoe Dog. Um, and they had said it was the only book that they read cover to cover on one sitting. Oh, wow. And I was like, whoa, like, it says a lot about yeah, a book yeah. if you can sit down and finish it cover to cover in one sitting like like he didn't he didn't sleep all night that's crazy right like he started in the evening and didn't sleep because it was just it was one of those books you just couldn't put it down yeah um i picked it up i i ended up being like that but i had to put it down and never picked it back up but the impact that it made on me so far is phenomenal phenomenal I'll check um it out. yeah sh- uh, shoe dog phil night um actually man i i've i've got I've got two other ones. Okay. No, no, it's all good. <laughs> uh, man, recommendations are great. Um, uh, the other one, the one that I had on my mind uh, was The Obstacles Away by Ryan okay. Holiday. Yeah. Um, are you familiar with uh, Ryan Holiday? I love that guy. I met him at a conference. No way. Yeah, uh, wow. I met him at a conference a few years ago. And I got him to sign a bookmark. I'm just like, Brian, I love you. I just love you so much. <laughs> yeah, I love his books. He's great. Growth yeah. Hacker Marketing is one of my favorite books of all time. Mm. Very good book. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. The, <laughs> so the obstacle is the, the, obstacle is, the way, um, is the one book that pushed me over the edge okay. to leave Limitless. For sure. Yeah. Um, it was... It was um, <clears throat> You know, leaving Limitless wasn't an easy decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was in the middle of reading Ryan Holiday's book. And there was a lot of things that he said in there that really resonated with me and made me realize that uh, leaving was the right decision for me. For sure. Right. Um, and that, that, that decision had really changed my life from there. Mm-hmm. Right. Like everything, everything sort of, turn for the better yeah um and to a certain extent like i'm i'm obviously extremely grateful for what limitless has done for me mm-hmm. but you know i wouldn't be in the same situation i am now if i was still at limitless like there was a lot of in terms of timing even yeah. there's a lot of things that 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 have fallen into my favor yeah um by by leaving limitless Um, that might just be coincidence. Like if I was still at limitless now and the pandemic hit, my finances would have been really, you know, tight. Um, I, I, I might not have been able to afford, uh, my house. Um, uh, the decision to have a kid would have been, you know, severely postponed for sure. And so, you know, that, that, that might've just been coincidence that probably is coincidence, but 
even just starting my own school, uh, mm -hmm. starting my own brand, getting into flexibility and all that kind of stuff. Now it's that wouldn't have happened if, if I hadn't um, taken care of myself to pursue what I for sure wanted to do at the end of the day. Yeah. And a lot of times those hard, the hardest decisions are often the most important decisions. Right. And you may like think, Oh, am I doing the right thing? But you know, a lot of times that stuff just works out. Like, you know, yeah. as long as you're making this, the decision for the right reason, I find a lot of times that stuff works out and um, everything will come together eventually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. eventually. Yeah. So my last book recommendation is, um, one of the latest ones that I, I finished reading was uh, uh, Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. Oh, dude, that is my favorite book of all time. Love that one. Man. Oh, that is the best. How, how, how much did you enjoy that book? I, I, I really enjoyed it. And the reason, the reason why is because I resonated a lot of, uh, I resonated well with a lot of what he's experienced in terms of um, mental fortitude. For sure. Um, uh, and, and, you know, unfortunate events. Well, well, granted, like he's had a way worse life than I have. Yeah, yeah. Like way worse, right? <laughs> With, you know, death and, and you know, family, his wife yeah. leaving, all that kind of stuff. And even just going to the military yeah. um, uh, as a Navy SEAL and whatnot. And the training is, is absolutely brutal and intense. And, and the, one of the reasons why I love the book in particular is the way that he wrote the book, it's really visual. Mm-hmm you could you it's almost like when you're reading it, it it almost feels like you're there yeah you know when he's talking about his runs on some of his um his trails yeah you know the ultra marathons like you could you can imagine him there and you know the one guy running past him and he's like it, you, he can't see him anymore and then yeah, yeah you know he his his feet are blistering he's doing the pull-up uh world um uh, world record and his yeah. hands are blistering he had to go to the hospital like these are, it's so visual and you can see it. Right. And, and it, he writes it in a way where you can empathize. Yeah. But I resonate so well with it because I I'm huge on the psyche, right? For like sure. mental fortitude, uh, mental toughness. Um, I'm really, really big on that. Yeah. And he's really captured the essence of perseverance. Absolutely. So well. Yeah. Um, and it, it was quite the inspiring book. Like every time I put down the book, I'm like, I got to go down and like yeah, try so to do good. like a thousand. Pull <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, he's the best. Like, honestly, just even following his Instagram page, it's just like, it's the best. It just, yeah, that's my favorite book of all time. I can't yeah. recommend that one enough. That one's just, it's, it's a game changer. He's just a different breed of human being, but like, it yeah. just, it forces you like to work harder. Just like get to work, just get to work. Yep. I even have, um, one of his quotes in my, um, in my pain cave in the basement. Um, it's, uh, you don't know me, son. Have you ever seen that one where he's doing the weights? Look it up on YouTube. Just type in uh, David Goggins, like, you don't know me, son. And it's just okay. him doing weights. It's him doing like, you know, the final reps and they've been doing like him and Cameron Haynes have been doing, you know, weights all day. And, you know, they're coming down to like set whatever, like like 20 and it's just like of these crazy ways and he's just like just starts yelling he's like you don't know me son love who's it. gonna carry the boat he's so intense hey. i love it i love it it's the best you should watch it it's all like right. a two minute video it's worth your time all um, right no i'll do that right away yeah yeah it's so good but um That's yeah funny. those are great books i love that um you know and and i think these books help like sort of shape our lives and you know it's important to read and learn from these people um, whether it's David Goggins or Ryan Holiday, they just got such great perspectives on life. And, you know, 
I think they're important. So that's mm-hmm. great. Thank you. Um, app of the day. Do you have an app recommendation? Yeah, it's um, it's actually the app. Hang on. Okay, the app is called Down Dog. Okay. It's a yoga app. Okay, cool. It's uh, it's quite, it's very simple, uh, but it's well put together. Um, I use that. I use that for my uh, yoga sessions. It's okay. quick. You can you can set it up how uh, you want in terms of what type of yoga you want to do. Great. They have it's it's a um, it's a freemium model. Okay. So there there's obviously the free option, but you can also pay. Okay. Um, but I found the freemium model. Uh, quite helpful already Uh, some people have said that uh, a lot of it can be very repetitive Mm -hmm. but to be honest like a little bit of a little bit of self-discipline can can just get you past that right like for for me it's about being functional about it so I have a bit of a uh, I have a bit of a back issue so I deal with sciatica Mm -hmm. Um, I I kid you not I did I did um, my fourth day into doing it like my my back issue was like gone Sure, it was like yeah. magic and i've done a lot of stuff to try to help fix my um some of the symptoms that i've experienced with my sciatica yeah like um uh like trigger point uh rolling and all that kind of stuff sure. uh, massage um backward bends but like just four days of doing 15 minutes of yoga yeah like i was doing you know what a pike position is yeah yeah for sure I was doing like hands, palms on the floor, pike position. I was like, wow. I've never, I haven't been able to do this for like three, four years. Wow. Even That's longer. Crazy. Wow. Right. And 15 minutes, four sessions of 15 minutes had Help done the trick. Out. Like it's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. So down dog is, is, down dog. is what the app is called. Yeah, no, that that's very interesting. And, you know, uh, an app that's totally catered to yoga is also good. Um, you know, and then that way they probably have some pretty good sessions. So, um, I know like many like fitness apps, they do have like, you know, yoga and stuff like that, but some of the stuff is basic. Um, but I, I find also that like, if it's like a niche app, like yoga app, you know, you're going to get some pretty good sessions and some, uh, versatile sessions. So that's great. Yeah. My, you know what, my advice, my advice to anybody who's looking <clears throat> to get into stuff like this. Um, I know you were asking about like learning a new skill and how mm-hmm. to go about that and whatnot. Um, but in terms of something like let's say yoga, or, or you're looking to get into something very specific, mm-hmm. um, Reddit can be your best friend. For sure. Yeah. Like I found this app through Reddit. Oh, okay, so I, cool. I literally, I literally Googled like yoga app, Reddit, okay. click on the first link and I see what the top comment is. Awesome. Right. Um, and that's sort of just how I go about it because because with a community like Reddit, you have mm-hmm. a lot of people. It's 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 all, it's all, um, it's all community based. So you get a lot of people who have so many different experiences. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and so it's it's an easy way to sort of test run an app without sure. actually downloading a whole bunch of apps and and testing it yourself. You go on a, a platform like Reddit. You let them do the work for you. Yeah, right. For sure. And if you don't like, for let's say the down dog go to the second comment yeah just try if you like yeah. that one you know what for i mean sure. it's all trial and error but like you go to top comments it's, top comments is typically the people who like the comment where most people agree with yeah so that's that's how i did it and that's great and it's you know in my opinion 
being resourceful is is the one of the best skills that yeah. that you could you could acquire and and you know reddit was was the way that i found this one for sure yeah consumer recommendations are always the best because people have had it and experience with them they'll they'll tell you what your their experience was was it a positive was it a negative and mm-hmm. go based on that so you don't even have to really try it sometimes if somebody said that it was the worst experience ever a lot of people probably have a similar experience right yeah. um and you know especially Reddit, it's a very interesting community, whether you're trying to go to the moon with GameStop or <laughs> you're trying to learn about apps, it's always good. Yeah, Reddit is very interesting. Um, so what we'll do is because we're at the end of the podcast, you know, we're, this is not the Joe Rogan experience where we talk for eight hours, um, but we'll, we'll come to the end of the podcast. And what we do at the very end of the podcast is, a, before we do this, actually, um, do you have anything that you want to promote? What's your social media pages and stuff like that? Uh, just uh, just straight up trans taekwondo t r a n s taekwondo t a e k w o n d o just uh, one word no great. special uh, characters or cases um, on uh, Instagram. Great, awesome. Yeah, we'll put that in the show notes and everything. Um, but for the last thing that we always do is a question of the day. So this is just a question that people can just ponder while they're you know in the shower uh, or doing whatever they're doing. Um, so this can be literally anything people have asked, you know, literally anything like, what is your daily habit? What do you, what's your goal for the next year? It could be anything, or it could be, what's your favorite color? You can think about it for a second. My question. Yeah. Just for people. For, okay. <clears throat> okay. My question is why wait? Why wait? I love it perfect that's perfect we'll end on that thank you wayne for coming on i appreciate it or kang as i know you Mm -hmm. um i love it thank you for coming on it's been great to talk to you catch up um you know and i look forward to watching your journey and you know maybe i will become a little bit more flexible too (laughs) that will be my goal i'm your guy (laughs) yeah for sure i love it yeah awesome great so thank you for coming on i appreciate it And um, until next time, everybody, we will catch you all on the flip-flop. And um, yeah, stay tuned for next week's episode. Peace out.